a podcast. Did your radio show get canceled? Fire, fire, fire. Low down and filthy, but the discipline is on point. Schooled myself, made my own dojo. A cold flow with the whole dose of soul. Maintain composure, even in theory. An anomaly, properties undiscernible. This week on The Million Dollar Plan, we're going to do something we did a few weeks ago. We're going to take the radio show and the podcast, and we're going to mash them up. Here's what that means to you. We're going to fix one person's financial life today. Her name is Autumn. You're going to meet her in just a moment. She lives in a state of which is, I don't actually know where she lives. We'll ask her. Uh, so she is, just increased her income significantly because she went back in the workforce. She's got uh, over $1,000 a month to do something with, and she wants to see how it fits into her financial life. She's married. So I think she's got like 70 kids, four kids. I don't know. It's all the same after one. Uh, so she's got 1,000 kids. Uh, so we're going to talk to her. Um, if you're Again, if you're, if you're a radio show listener, uh, you're going to hear what the podcast sounds like. If you want to be on the podcast, if you want me to dig through your financial life after changing your name and pertinent details, uh, go to PeteThePlanner.com. I can't talk. PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. That's PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. And if you do that, submit the form. Uh, Nicole, actually, from the show, We'll contact you, have you on the show, we'll fix your situation. If you're a podcast listener and all the breaks and commercials of this show are going to bother you, you know what? Get over it. You'll be all right. And if you want to watch on PeteThePlanner.tv, we'd appreciate the views. Uh, and by the way, go ahead and subscribe to PeteThePlanner.tv. Go to PeteThePlanner.tv. You'll see a button that says subscribe. Use the mouse. Give it a little click. Use the mouse. A little bit of a click. All right, everybody. Here's Autumn. Hello, Autumn. I know we always choose fake names here on this show, and I like that you chose autumn because it turns out fall is my favorite season because I'm a ginger. It's not as sweaty and hot, and uh, I like it. Is that why you chose it too? It is why I chose it. It's my favorite season. I'm also married to a ginger and have two gingers, and I just love the name. You know, you've heard about my ginger dating site that I'm going to start. No? <laughs> It's gonna, that it's, would be awesome. It's called, Everyone needs a little more ginger in their life, I they, think. They do. It's called theshade.com, where gingers meet, you know, because oh. gingers <laughs> tend to meet in the shade because it's so damn hot all the time. Uh, what are we doing today, Autumn? Uh, what, are, what are we focusing on here? You're, you're 30-something, maybe? How old are you? Yep, 33. And uh, household income of $110,000. How, how many people are working? What's going on? What are we working on together here today? Two people are working. We have four kids. Um, I just went full-time after staying at home for nine years and working one year part-time. Okay. And so there's a lot of income changes. Um, my husband also just got a little bit of a pay raise and is um, actually collecting some extra money um, by going back to school using his GI Bill. Sweet. And so there's just been an influx of money and I want to make sure that we are making the right choices with that money. Man, this is the great opportunity to do great things or it's also an opportunity to mess stuff up by growing your lifestyle too aggressively. Do you feel like you've increased your lifestyle at all or is this also fresh that you haven't really made any major changes yet? 
No, this is all so fresh. We haven't made any major changes. And actually, I think that we went through the growing the lifestyle phase in our 20s. Yeah. Um, when he was in the military and we didn't have as many responsibilities. And yeah, looking back, I would change a lot of things. But I think going forward and knowing what we know that we can be really um, mature and responsible with this. You know, I, so that's what we're looking to do. I always feel like military families are, are forced to grow up so fast, right? I mean, you're just living yeah. this high-speed life. You don't have necessarily a lot of financial responsibilities. And what's a weird, I don't, we're not going to really get into this today, but what happens a lot on, in the military communities is a lot of time young, young folks in the military, they get burned on housing. They, they get into a situation right. that doesn't make sense. Were you guys able to avoid that or did you get burned on housing too? No, we completely avoided it because we never bought yeah. um, while he was in the military. We always said we were never going to do that just because we moved around so much. So we didn't get burned on housing, um, but we definitely didn't make some of the smartest decisions with um, bonus money that he got and maybe buying new vehicles and things like that that we could have done better with the money, but... We know better now, so we're going to do better now. I see you, speaking of vehicles, you owe, you have two vehicles at least, and you owe $39,000 between the two. Are those vehicles left over yeah. from some of those older decisions, or are these newer purchases? Um, no, they're one, let's see, one we've had for about three years, and one is a newer purchase within the last year. How, how much is the, small, the balance on the smaller vehicle, or, or the older vehicle? The balance yeah. about nine thousand. Okay, so the, the 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 new one is really the majority there. How much is that payment right. on the nine thousand dollar car loan? What's the monthly payment? Three thirty. Okay. How much did your cash flow? I'm all over the place today. Sorry, I've had so much it's coffee, okay. so much coffee, Autumn. How? <laughs> um, you can see me sweating at PeteThePlanner.tv right now. If you like, uh, not you, Autumn, because we're recording. Um, right. What? How much did your cash flow improve uh, with this recent full-time gig that you have? Um, let's see. We, we have about fifteen to 1700 extra a month. Ooh. Oh. How and much we're of it? Basically, yeah. oh, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. no, no, please. I was, I was interrupting because I'm rude. Go ahead. Keep going. Um, we were pretty much just making ends meet when I was part-time. Um with a little bit of extra that always seemed to get eaten up by something. Right. And now we're more than able to make ends meet and have this chunk of money um, to decide what to do with. You mentioned you have some extra because of the GI bill. Will, will that, when mm -hmm. that money dries up, will that 1500 be affected by that? Um, when that, when he's no longer using that, it will be about um, 1000 instead of 1500 And I feel like you mentioned something about a, a VA benefit that may be available, VA disability benefit um, uh -huh. soon. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, he has a disability rating. So in three years, he'll, be, he'll start collecting that. Okay. And that will be approximately $1,300 a month. And so actually when he's that should be about the same time that he's finishing up his degree. Okay. Um, so the, the current stipulation he's getting um, for using his GI Bill will go away, but then he'll start 
receiving the disability rating. So what is the so one's going to yeah. go away and then he's going to start getting the other one essentially. Well, what's he getting now? Um, Five hundred. Um, it's around six hundred. It depends. Okay. It's a weird formula that they use. As long as he maintains a full time credit sure. load with school, um, he gets that. Yeah, it's like six to eight hundred, but. It's weird because if he doesn't go to if the terms and there's like a week overlap, then they do a deduction and it's it's weird. But we we just figure about six hundred a month with that. So let's figure out the best way to assign this okay. fifteen hundred dollars of surplus every month to better okay. you. Uh, so let let's do some self evaluation here uh, on a scale of okay. one one to ten, one to ten, uh-huh. ten being awesome, one being not so awesome. Uh, how do you view your short-term finances, your short-term financial life? What do you think? Um, short-term, I would say like an eight. It's an eight. Okay, so uh, maybe I should have defined short-term beforehand. Uh, we, we may change your rating. No, no, no. That's not a wrong answer. I yeah. just want to make sure I'm giving Short-term would be an emergency comes, slaps you in the teeth. It's 10000 bucks. Can you um, handle it? Can you handle a $10,000 punch in the teeth? No. Okay. So it's not an eight. No, it's not an eight. Man, wouldn't it be so helpful if the host of the show gave you more <laughs> information to make your decisions on? Uh, hey, Nicole, yeah. can you make a note for me to explain stuff to people in the future? Noted. Okay. So, um, so <laughs> Sorry. yeah, that's right. No, and you don't know about, so you're not an eight. You're probably a four because no. you have 4,000 bucks yeah. in savings. How did you get the $4,000 in savings? Um, well, when he got out of the military, he got some money, and um, so we have that left. We essentially lived off of that for a year before I started working, Okay. and then we used it. Like, I had school loans we paid off, um, and then that's kind of the residual of what's left. And you do have a little bit more, but... You do have some credit card debt, too. You've got 1,800 bucks in credit card debt? Um, yes. What's up? What's up with that? That we bought. A couch? Um, it's, yeah, it was 0%, so we just got it. Instead of taking a chunk more from the savings, we just figured we'd pay 50 bucks a month on it. Okay. So, and you won't have any student loans, right? Or you don't have any student loans? No, don't have any student loans. Okay. All right, so, so we've got short-term. I mean, we're definitely less than a five in terms of how your short-term financial life is because we don't have enough in emergency fund. You've got a little bit of consumer right. debt. And um, so, so, so far, what we know is of that $1,500 a month, your short-term could really use it. Here's what we're going to do. Right. Uh, we're going to take a break here in a second. But when we come back, we're going to talk about how's the midterm of your financial life look in relation to its stability. And then how's your long-term look, which will include your million-dollar day. We'll do that and more with Autumn when we get back. This is the Million Dollar Plan, and I'm Pete the Planner. Stop what you're doing Log on. and hit Pete up on Twitter at Pete the Planner. Never 
question the right of any man. The voice his opinion as strongly as any can. But then again, many men are citizens of their own little world, so they ain't really fitting in. I'm in the background blending in. Camouflaged by the scenery, but I'm a champion. Revamp the camp again. Put down the stamp. We're back on the million dollar plan talking to Autumn, her and her husband, uh, who just got out of the military. They have $1,500 of, of surplus every month now because she's back at work. They got four kids. They just bought a couch. By the way, how can you have four <laughs> kids and I don't hear any of them? Right? Oh, you're back at work full time. That's why I can't hear any of your four kids right now. Is that the? Is that true? I'm actually, I'm actually have one of them with me, the oldest, but she's being very quiet. We're on a road trip, so we're actually pulled off the interstate right now, taking a break, taking a call. God, is there anything lamer than your mom on a financial show on a road trip? That poor kid. Yeah, she's she's got the headphones on with her Kindle, and she's good to go. Oh, God bless her. Uh, so here's what I got to know. Um, let, let's look at your long term for a second. You you are currently uh, you have fifty eight or pardon me, fourteen thousand dollars in long term savings uh, on a monthly basis. You're putting twelve hundred dollars a month into your 401k or long term savings. Is that right? Um, between both of us. Yes. OK. Which makes your million dollar day. No, I'm pausing. Oh, here we go. It's March 13th of 2040. If if nothing changes and you just keep doing exactly what you're doing on March 13th of 2040, you okay. and, and Mr. Autumn will be a millionaires. Uh, <laughs> and and to take that a little bit further, at age 67, which is full retirement age for non-military people, uh, $2.75 million. You'll have $6,400 a month of income but it will feel like $2,700 a month in today's dollars. So as I hit you with those numbers, if I say right now, if you keep going, doing what you're doing, you're going to have $2,700 a month of retirement income in today's dollars. How does that sit with you, given that your current household income is $5,800 a month? Well, I know that's definitely not going to be enough. Um, we... Does that include the disability that he'll be getting or no? No, because he's not getting okay. it right now. So, uh, right. And plus, the, and so what we try to do is when, when something is going to happen, we don't count it uh -huh. until it happens. Um, right. So uh, that's interesting, right? It's, we know, so let's give your short term or your long term a six or a seven in terms of a rating, right? It's, it's okay. Okay. There'll be hopefully some social yeah. security. Will he have any retirement benefits through the military or not? No. Okay. So we got some work to do there, but we're, we're okay. Now, how about the midterm? Anytime I think of midterm and someone says to me, we have four kids, all I can think about is college. And your husband already used the GI Bill. Uh, so so uh, what are the thoughts here around college? Is that important to you uh, for your kids? If so, is it financially important to you? It's very important to me, and it's one of the biggest um, goals that I'm now trying to figure out how to fund. We do have 529s for each of them, and so, um, you know, I was wondering what portion of this extra income should go to that, and my question basically is, in what order do we do things as far as I know that we need to increase our savings and get that to around... Um, at least three months expenses, but at the same time, I want to start putting um, a regular amount into a college, you know, into their 529s for each of them. Yep. Um, and I also 
was thinking of starting a Roth for me because I cannot contribute any more through my work than what I am doing. Oh, I so, love this. Okay. Man, I love it. All right, so much. So how, how old is your oldest child, the, the child that is so patiently uh, sitting in the back of the car with you while you talk to me? Like, how, how old is that? She's person? nine. She's nine. So she's got nine years before college. How much is in right. her 529 plan? Let's see. We have. I want to say hers is like three thousand. Okay. Okay. All right. So here's 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 my first uh, thought on all of this. Number one priority has got to be getting the four thousand dollars up to like ten thousand dollars. Your four thousand dollars in savings. I'm just picking an arbitrary number, and it's a nice round, beautiful number. But I think you got to have around ten k set away, okay. which is really okay. only four months four months of using your surplus towards that. I will say, though, we're recording this in mid-August. Um, something funny happens four months from now, and that's the holidays where typically, typically <laughs> people are spending money. Uh, so what we can't do is commit uh, $1,500 in December because my, my gut is with four children, you might spend some money on the holidays. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. Plus two birthdays in between now and the holidays. So. so let's do this. Let's yeah. say by the end of January, you uh -huh. will have the ability to have $10,000 set away, assuming you don't have to draw off any of that 4000 Is that reasonable or does that seem unreasonable to do? No, I think that's totally reasonable. Um, next month, um, Mr. Autumn makes uh, an extra paycheck. Oh, nice. Um, and so we already plan on just dumping that all into savings plus our additional. So we should be able to get there, I think, fairly quickly. You know, by January definitely seems doable. By, by the way, how weird would it be if you just go home and you start calling him Mr. Autumn tonight? Like, it's like he's a calendar guy, you know, he's Mr. Autumn. So weird. Don't do that. And don't blame me if you do. Um, so, okay, so th that's the first place we start. And by the way, you've got all these priorities that you've just listed, and they're all very good priorities. It is my opinion, an informed opinion at that, that you should go all out, all $1,500 of surplus a month at this goal and do not split it up at this point in time. Because when it comes to an emergency fund, you cannot move on with your life uh, feeling secure unless your emergency fund is secured. And I think given your finances, $10,000 is a great starter emergency fund. And once that funded is funded come December or January, then we can tackle the other stuff. And so if you agree to that, then we'll move on to what's next. Are you, are you good with these terms? I'm totally good with that. Okay. Uh, so, by the way, so we got two birthdays, we got the holidays. Is there anything else in the next five months or so that you think will require money? Um, no. Okay. And the $1,800 you have for the couch you bought that you're paying $50 a month for, are you paying it off mm -hmm. that there will not be any interest charges? Or, I mean, is, are you just Correct. paying it off 50 at a time and you'll never get beaten up, right? Right, exactly. Okay. So what is it, a three-year uh, credit line? What is it? Um, we've had it for about a year now, and I think there's three more years on it. Jeez, no payments until 2020. Is I that, know. Was that what it, it was? It was one of those bogus things, but yeah. we were just like, yeah, that will, we won't, you know, dip into savings, so that sounds good. And we're, we don't have any other credit card debt, and we're really good about um, 
like we wouldn't let it gain interest. So what's what state do you live in? Can you share that with me? Yes, Virginia. Virginia, the common. I don't know much about Virginia, uh, other than it is just east of West Virginia. That is true, and I'm actually in West Virginia at the moment. Oh my gosh! On our road trip to New York. Oh, good time. So. I feel like we're learning so much about. Um, so you you have you have a I assume a Virginia five twenty nine plan. Is that accurate? Yes. Okay. Yes. Do, you, do you happen to know what the tax benefits are within your state? I'm trying to look uh, on my computer I don't. right now. Uh, that's probably something I should know, but I don't. I'm looking right now. Ooh, FAQs. It turns out that's frequently asked questions. I'm pulling it up so we can get an answer to my question. Because where I'm going with this is I feel like once your emergency fund is funded, you need to turn uh-huh. your focus to college. Uh, okay. Sp- specifically for your oldest daughter. Because with $3,000 okay. and nine years to go, uh, dude, uh, dudette, if I may, uh, we need I know. to crank it up. We do. Big time. Right. And I'm good with that. I'm, I, I want to do this. It wasn't something that was um, provided for me. And I know the um, weight that student loans can carry. So I want to help. I don't know with four kids. I mean, I highly doubt we can really send them all four through. But I'd like to help as much as you know we can. So what I think would be interesting. Uh, so here's the theory on both well, retirement and, and college is that if we run hard now and by now I mean after you fund your emergency fund, then we can right. let we can let off later when we have more information. If we see that some of your children are on the college path or um, uh-huh. if, you know that that's a that's a big part of this too. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a short break. Coming up after the okay. break, I'm going to actually tell you what the Virginia tax benefits are of your 529 plan and and, okay. and we'll put together a plan of, of what to do with your $1,500 a month surplus come January of 18. All that and more next on The Million Dollar Plan. I'm Pete the Planner. Here on the Million Dollar Plan with Autumn on a road trip right now. Her oldest nine-year-old daughter's in the car. Her, her daughter thinks that she's the coolest mom in the world for being on a financial talk show. Uh, no, she doesn't. Okay, so Autumn, uh, Virginia 529 plan, because you live in Virginia. Uh, Virginia 529 account owners can deduct their contributions up to $4,000 per account per year with unlimited carry forward to future tax years. That is to say, and I'm not a tax expert, but whatever you put into the plan, you don't have to pay tax on that money in the year in which you earn it, much in the, the same vein as a 401k. Okay. So here I will translate. So what that means is um, yeah. <laughs> once you fund your emergency fund, I think at least for the next year, you need to consider putting $1,500 a month away 
in the kids' plans. So that would be $18,000 over from January of 18 to January of 19. And, and all we have to do is determine of that 1500 a month, how much goes to each child? Because your oldest, right. she needs the bulk of that because how old's the, young, the second oldest? <laughs> all right, hold on tight. We have a nine-year-old, an eight-year-old, a seven-year-old, and a three-year-old. So, so those years, like 2008, <laughs> 2009, and 2010, there's a lot of hugging going around the there was, household. Yes. Whoa, yes. man. <laughs> That's what happens when people deploy and they come home and yeah. Yeah, I've, I've seen a movie about, no, I haven't. Okay, so that's great. <laughs> so that is to say there are some challenges. So we're going to have to front load the three and then right. the, the younger child, because we have a little bit more time, is going to get a little less money put that way. So um, okay. there's, there's no, I'm sure there is a technically perfect way to, to, to do it. And I'm going to get financial people sending me hateful tweets and emails that I'm not giving you the number. But you know what I mean? You're just going to have to trial and error it. You're going to say, all right, I got 1500 Let's assign 1200 of that to the, the three oldest and then the rest of the youngest I, whatever just you know what i mean figure that part uh-huh. figure that okay part. do you think you could realistically put fifteen hundred dollars a month for an entire year starting in january or would you think you'd get distracted or nervous that that's not the right thing to do it wouldn't make me nervous um the only thing that's gonna take away from that um would just be like sports and you know things like that that when extra money comes up but um other than that, we are totally good with putting away as much as we can, and we want to. But I think because we haven't. Yeah, that's why to. this 10K is so important because it right. has your back, right? Okay. Part of me uh-huh. wants to aggressively pay off your car and pay off that couch, and I think technically right. you probably should, despite the fact that it's zero percent interest on the couch. But I, I think okay. I think we're just a little bit behind the eight ball with the nine year old and three thousand dollars in college savings. So we're gonna have to crank that up. And, and you know what, Pete? Typically, with any extra money, that's the first thing we would have done is like just wipe away that eighteen hundred dollars. Yeah. But since listening to your podcast, I feel like I just didn't know if that was the best or if we can just gain, you know, some time in putting that money elsewhere when that money isn't gaining interest anyway, that credit card. Yeah, I, I, f- I don't know. No, I, and that's, the, that's why blanket mass advice sometimes can get weird. Because in my opinion, I think in your situation, keep doing what you're doing with the couch, keep doing what you're doing with the car, although, you know, that $30,000 loan kind of is not great. Um, no. I, I'd, I, we have to get on college. Uh, and we can get to retirement right. a little bit later, but I think even... I'm sort of just thinking out here loud here. Three to four year hardcore run at college at $18,000 a year may be warranted. And then you can pick up retirement savings right after that. But if you don't, man, those beautiful children of yours are going to be just racked with student loan debt. And that is not a fun way to send a kid out in the world. No. And I've been there. It's not. And really, we don't want to do that to them. So um, we're fully on board for doing that for whatever you think is the best and you did mention that when your husband's va benefit disability benefit kicks in in like three years that 
that that uh -huh. may be a time in which you reevaluate your housing situation. Can you talk to me about that? What, what you mean by that? Um, we're in, we just want something a little bit bigger with a little more land. Okay. And when we bought this house, um, he had just gotten out of the military. We were moving from out of state and it was kind of the best we could find in a short amount of time. Okay. Um, but we will definitely outgrow. We we actually already pretty much have. Yeah. But um, we'll definitely outgrow that the house that we're in when we have four teenagers for sure. Ooh, man. So uh, eleven hundred a month is what you're paying on your mortgage right now. Eleven seventy five. It's a thirty year mortgage. How long have you been there on that mortgage? Um, two years. And what's the home worth? Um. The values in the area are really cranking up. I think we could sell it, what we could sell it for right now. Sure. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Um, probably about 215 And what do you owe on it? 188 Well, that's great. Right so, so you have a little bit of a down payment there. And by a little bit, I mean a nice bit uh, of a down yeah. payment. And then uh, how much are you looking to increase your mortgage payment by three years from now when, when your household income picks up? I haven't really thought that far into it. I think if you stick, if, so right now, I'm just doing some quick math. You're at 5,800 a month of, um, of household income, right? And yeah, it's a little, it's actually probably closer to like 62. Okay. Right now. So, so you're at, you, your mortgage right now could be 1550 a month. And I would be very comfortable with that. Very uh -huh. comfortable with that. Uh, and that's, a, okay. that's a, your current income, and you're at 1175 right. So um, I think what could be interesting on your next place, though, let me think out loud here. So your youngest is how old? Three, four? Three. Six, three, okay. Could be interesting to look at a 15-year mortgage at your next move, um, but I don't know from a cash Thinking about that. Yeah. Trying I mean, to get the husband on board with that. <laughs> that's tough. I mean, that would make cash flow tight. It would It would help tremendously with retirement. And, and I agree. So far, we have not talked about retirement. No. Um, yeah, I would say this. Um, another thing you could potentially do, and I hope this doesn't distract you and then paralyze you uh, from doing anything, but you could arguably put money into a Roth IRA, um, max out a Roth IRA, and put money in the 529 because you could always use the Roth IRA for college if you wanted to. Uh-huh. Um, and I know a lot of financial advisors like people to do that. I just think it, it just is really dependent on whether you want to pull out of your retirement money to send your kids to college, which I generally think is a really bad idea. I like completely separate. You know what I mean? Yes, I understand. Well, I was thinking that I needed to start a Roth IRA just for myself because I can't contribute any more than what I'm contributing through my employer. Yeah. Um, can't contribute any more than nine percent and i'm at nine percent and i feel like because i'm just now starting that i need more and so you you do but it's like the was, baby bird thing i mean there's a lot of baby birds asking for food right I now i know i know <laughs> so I, I i don't know i if if i if i got to make decisions on your situation i would say uh -huh. that maybe reevaluate with extra cash in the next couple of years, the Roth IRA thing, but I just think we gotta get money in those 529s because otherwise, I mean, debt is gonna okay. be everywhere. Uh, right, right, any, okay. Any other questions before I send you about the road to your family vacation? Um, 
you didn't give a number of what you would feel comfortable with with the mortgage. Um, uh, so your what what do, you, what do you think your household income will be? Uh, oh, you mean from a from a from a total mortgage balance? Um, let me see. I'm gonna have to reverse engineer this. Give me a second. On a 15 year mortgage, let's say rates are 3.25 at the time, which is sort of a guess, obviously. Um, let's. What do you what do you think? 300 thousand is that? Let's sort of see what that looks like. That's too much. Um, 250. 250 could be close, maybe. Is that in the range you're thinking, or are you thinking more? Probably more. Well, we were just thinking we'd pay 11.75 now, and then we'd have, in three years, the disability, an extra 1300 a right. month that could help go towards the mortgage. Well, if that's the case, um, you could do 300000 on a 15-year 300,000 on, or I mean, here's, this is where I'm, I'm going to be angry that I'm even giving you this information, but, um, you could easily do 400,000 if you did a 30 year, but I just don't think that makes it a great decision. You know, it's because like, of retirement. yeah, like then you box yourself in the corner. I think if you can go 300 ish on a 15 year, um, if that's the case, three, let's see, three, I like that I'm doing this on the fly on the air. It always makes for good television. $2,100 a month would be your principal and interest payment at $300,000 a year at 3.25% on a 15-year mortgage. So okay. that would mean you'd still be putting $40,000 down, maybe a $340,000 house. Um, uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's. That's doable where we live and with what we're looking at, I think. Yeah, the key with someone in your situation in which you've just got a bunch of new income is to not get ahead of yourself, right? Just be patient, hit your emergency fund, get that 529 money flowing, and then make some decisions after those things take place. Right, and we're there, I promise. Um, the other question that I had was about my HSA. Sure. And if I should be maxing that out, because right now I'm not, but I, that also could take away... From what, the college. Right. Exactly. How much is in your HSA right now? Anything? Well, we just started. Um, my employer front loads $1,200 every six months. Um, and then I'm contributing 150 a month. I think that's fine for now. Uh, it really is because okay. you've also are going to have that emergency fund off to the side, which is not as tax advantaged as an HSA. But I think with all the moving pieces, I would still focus on college after you get the emergency fund. Okay. Funded. All right. Okay. Well, yes. Well, thank you for being on the show. We appreciate it. And we uh, keep us updated. We love updates. Like, oh, we love them. So just send us updates when uh, you know more. Okay. I will. Thank you so much, Pete. Tell Mr. Autumn I said hello. I will. All right, thanks. Thank you. Every day living through the peace of my soul, I remain whole even in the middle of the pain. Even though my life has the rain, I still remain sane, writing and creating for my life. And my pen is my sword given by the Lord, and I use it to fight the tides of restriction. Sometimes I'm conflicted by myself looking at the trees too much and can't see the forest. Enemies shall inherit the earth, and I want to inherit something, something other than the high blood pressure and diabetes. So work is what I got to do. Stay true to my enemy and water the trees that I sing from and look out for the lumberjacks. Running with the gale force wind at my back. 
swift and enduring, I remain calm. Swift and enduring, I remain calm. Swift and enduring, I remain calm. This lays great errors to rest. Let me remain calm until it all calms down. Enjoying everything that's around. I remember an emergency fund is important because then it allows you to worry about other stuff. We needed Autumn to get her emergency fund up. Shouldn't take her more than five or six months. And then she can move on to college savings. Look, if you got like a nine or 10 or 11 year old and you got a few thousand bucks set aside and college savings is important for you, you got to make sure you have your emergency fund taken care of and any hardcore consumer debt and then run hard the 529 plan. All right, so uh, the, let's hit the bomb this week. This week's biggest waste of money of the week is Herno Sipping Gin. Herno Sipping Gin. Each year, Herno releases a special sipping gin aged in hand-selected casks. And this year, the Swedish distiller opted for Xbox whiskey casks that previously held sherry. The liquor, not the woman. The gin itself is the same award-winning recipe used in more Herno gins, but after 21 days in the cask, it's an, uh, so it's aged longer. It's another hit from the distillery that has the most awarded gin in Europe for the last four years, garnering more than 50 international master and gold medals. $108. It's the biggest waste of money. Here's why. Two reasons. Number one. Just suck on a pine cone. It's free. Go outside, find a pine cone, place it in your hole, and suck. Because if you do that, it's, that's basically gin in a nutshell. No offense, gin makers. Uh, point number two, why spend $108 on booze when for 20 bucks you can get a bottle of Old Grandad? If you're watching on PeteThePlanner.tv, got a bottle of Old Grandad, and you can sip on that. Mmm. Ah, uh, it's delicious. <coughs> Strong out of the bottle. And it's not gin. Like, what I just did is delicious. Killed some bacteria probably in my mouth. And it doesn't taste like I've had a relationship with a, with a, with a tree, right? So uh, don't buy $108 gin. There's your bwam of the week. If you want to be on the podcast so we can fix your financial life, do it. Do it. I love every situation. I don't care about your situation. If you think it's too hard or too easy, I want to hear it. I want to see every conceivable financial situation in the world. That is my life's work. That is my mission. After my modeling career ended, I needed something new. And for me, it's to fix financial lives. That's what I do. Got nothing to sell you. I'm not selling you anything. It's not like uh, you, you come on the show and I'm like, all right, hey, why don't you buy this $900 workshop? I don't care. I just want to fix your situation. Go to PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. Pick up a bottle of Old Granddad. I don't get any of the proceeds from that, but I just love to sell booze. Mm. Oh, that, that one hit pretty hard. All right. That's it for this week's show. Sending you good vibes because good vibes are all that's in the budget. My mouth hurts. This is the Million Dollar Plan. If you want to be on this podcast and Pete Fix Your Money Life, then hit us up at PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. You heard me. PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. Log on. This is for information purposes only. Not the Swiss financial planning device. Consult a financial divisor. Released from Everest, the fresh is fresh, and you can call me ET. Word to John Tesh, let me bless. 
this harmonic presentation it's amazing so amazing i'm the reason Salutations, I bring you love, trying greetings from a far away land. I am the sole controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, trying can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it? The tinkling of the keys is an homage to the little, little star. I sojourn over poetic descriptions of sound and travel to my other world. Out of this world, spaceship on my arm took me home, filled by the ink and the megabytes and the hypertext transfer protocol, stronger than the Skynet and the Terminator. I push faders into warp speed, glide with ease, creating a breeze they call a black hole, event horizon, no rear view concerns. This I adjourn, the beats I burn, this I adjourn, the beats I burn, Salutations, I bring you love, trying greetings from a far away land. I am the sole controller, put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, trying can restore your health, I bring you greetings. Uh, salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it?